Hello friends, welcome to the Hillside Church Podcast. My name is Brad and I serve Hillside Church as the lead pastor. We're so glad to be able to share God's word with you in this way. God has so much in store for you and for your life. And one of the ways God works in our lives is through the study of his word, like the message you're about to hear. Our prayer for you is that as you share in this message, if it's me preaching or if it's someone else, is that God's word would minister to your heart and life in a most powerful way. Thanks again for being part of our church family. God bless you. Good morning, family. Um, A few weeks ago, I was sitting at the back of church, clicking the PowerPoint, doing the things, um, and I looked around the church and I thought, I don't know half these people's names. Who are they? When have they started coming? Um, And as we move into two services, I feel like my topic's going to be especially important as we grow as a church, as we grow as a community, we need to know each other's names. Um, And I just sort of thought, oh. Um, Now, why is it important to know each other's names? I think that's one of the best parts of my journey in Christianity is that God knows my name. He knows who I am. He is not some distant something up there who does not know who I am, who does not know what I like. He knows my name. Um, Isaiah 43 verse 1 says, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. And when we think about each other as a group, belonging is a really important part to being part of a church family, to being a group, knowing that you belong, that you are meant to be there, and that people know your names. So I was recently part of a little accountability group, part of my side business, and uh, Even though I didn't know everyone's name, and we were from all over North America, and everyone's situation was different, we all had common ground, because we all did the same thing. And that's what brought us together. So every single one of us here has common ground. We're all here in church today. Maybe next week, maybe two weeks from now, who knows what it is. But even if you don't think that you necessarily have common ground with someone, we automatically have common ground by being here and being in church today. And so we are all connected through the faith, and I think it's important that we get to learn people's names. Now, for some of you, this might be the scariest topic you have ever heard, because that might mean having to say something to a stranger. So a really easy one, if someone comes, let's say, six feet, 10 feet near you, smile and wave. Everyone can do it. We can practice this. Smile, wave. Um, Maybe you might even be able to go as far as meeting someone who you haven't met before. Maybe you might say something like, I'm not sure, have we met before? I'm Carmen. Well, only say Carmen if you're Carmen. you know, like, it's, it can be just that easy as saying, I'm not sure if we've met before. And then tell the person your name. And maybe it's a one-second, five-second interaction that day, but maybe in a few weeks from now, maybe you'll reconnect over something else again. Um, another thing that you could do is maybe choose to meet somebody new before you go over and see that best friend. Um, and just be able to say, oh, Before I go talk to Brienne, I'm going to go talk to this person. I don't know their name. 
you know? I just take the effort. Um, they say that people who are new to a church make their impressions within 10 minutes of being in the building. So let's be a welcoming church. Let's be a community. Um, and let's do this all together. One other possibility, maybe we wear name tags once in a while. Then no one feels bad because everyone knows everyone's name. So I would just like to say that the ideas are endless, and you probably have a thousand ideas that I haven't even thought of, but I would like to know each and every one of your names, so please come and say hi to me. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> in the name of Jesus all of you church um, my name is Adela I'm standing here just to thank God uh, because God has been very good to me in this last season um, I lost my husband six months ago and he was a man who liked, who loved so, so much all of you, and loved so much the church. Uh, I remember that uh, in two years ago, before he got very sick, we've been coming here to pray every Saturday, and we were alone praying in the church, and we were just doing crazy things to lay our hands on the chairs. And they were asking God to increase the number of people coming in the church. I praise the Lord because before he went to heaven, he has seen some of the results. Today, we are praising God. And he requested me to come and share with you this thanksgiving and encourage you to continue to pray because our God listened to our prayers. Praise the Lord. He gave me again another another uh, message, especially for those who preach the gospel. He said, focus on making people know Jesus Christ, repenting their sins, and the return of Jesus Christ, because he's coming soon, and everyone has to know this truth. Um, and then, um, after he did this, and then he encouraged me, to continue pray for the church as we used it to do. Another thing is to thank Pastor uh, Brad. He has been ministering to him at home, at the hospital. And uh, I thank uh, Pastor Matt and some of the members of the church. Uh, they came to even on the day of celebration for his life. You were with us, comforting us. Thank you so, so much. God bless you. God bless you. Another thing is that I have a message the Lord has given me. When the worship team was uh, singing the song, uh, come, Holy Spirit, come, come, pour it out, pour it out, pour it on us. I was uh, sitting in this side, and then the Holy Spirit talked to me. Encourage the church to continue praying for the feeling of the Holy Spirit. 
pursue him and give him a room because God wants to revive his church. And that was a powerful message. I wouldn't know how I would deliver it. This is a time. Praise the Lord. Uh, and then, as we know, as I close, the plan of Christ includes each one of us. It's true that Jesus alone is the one who saved the world. But he can't do anything without us. Because we, we should involve in that. We should participate. And all these services, by the feeling of the Holy Spirit, we will empower it. We need to be empowered more and more according to his plan. Hallelujah, Jesus. We honor you. We bless your name. We thank you because we know you have come just to empower us. Thank you for the saving work you are doing and you have done on the cross that follow us. Jesus, as you answered our prayers, continue to answer this prayer of fearing of the Holy Spirit. We need these tongues of fire to testify your goodness. Men and women outside are dying and they need your touch. And it can't happen unless you pour again and again and again upon our lives. We will be able to testify without fire, without fear. We will be able to lay the hands on the people they will get healed. We need that people see the miraculous work of yours to see the miracles happening. This is our, you are, you are telling us you are crying because the church is, is asleep. But we want to get revived according to your plan in these days. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you pour power, more power, more power, more power, more power on our lives. That we will be effective. That is our mission. That your mission in us. That the work of the church is to change their lives. But we are not able unless you help us. Lord Jesus, we thank you. You're going to do it. By your grace, and you continue to give us hunger and the thirst. You said one word in my ear. Let anyone who is thirsty come and drink. And that's the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. boxer out of the Humble Boxing Academy here in Airdrie. Just going to rep the logo a bit here. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Between boxing and the drums, I just love hitting things. But no, there's, there's a bit more to it than that. Uh, boxing has been a passion of mine for a long time. Uh, ever since my dad showed me all of the Rocky movies, I was about seven. I was captivated by the heart, the skill, the drive, and by the song Eye of the Tiger. I started training when I was about 12, but I never really took it very seriously until I was about 22. 
Uh, for those of you who knew me from back then, you might know that I was a, a little bit bigger. I started my boxing journey at heavyweight, and I've gradually worked myself down two weight classes, now fighting as a light heavyweight. While many can see boxing or just combat sports in general as meaningless violence, for me it has become one of the primary ways I feel connected to God and one of the strongest callings that he has given me. Boxing has given me the discipline and the strength of character I've always wanted. God introduced boxing or reintroduced boxing into my life right before a time that was going to be one of the hardest challenges of my life, and I believe he brought it back into my life to prepare me for those times. It's given me new avenues to worship God, to lean on him in ways I never knew possible. With every single loss that stung, he was there. And with every single victory, I strive to give honor to him and his faithfulness. I started my amateur boxing career with three losses in a row. And it was pretty tempting just to say, eh, maybe I was wrong about this. Maybe, maybe I'm not the best at this. But God remained faithful. And I went on into uh, 2022 to become the Golden Glove and Diamond Belt champion for uh, our province of Alberta. Thank you. <laughs> and now as I look to continue my boxing journey, I'm hoping to turn professional the, before the end of this year. I still feel doubts. Doubts of maybe I'm too old, maybe I'm just dream, dreaming too big, or maybe I'm just not good enough. But I've learned to continue to trust in God and his timing and not my own. Because to me, boxing is more than just violence. It's more than just a sport, and it's more than just fighting. It's an avenue God has given me uh, to test myself, to test my resolve, and ultimately to test my heart. And every day, if I'm training, or if I have to wear a couple of garbage bags to try to cut weight, or whatever the day may hold for me, it's a chance for me to be thankful and to continue to lean on him. My goal, um, something I'm looking to start here, is a small group for men, um, looking at ages 17 and up, um, to be able to give the men of this church an avenue to experience a bit of this feeling, to test themselves, to push themselves, while also um, creating a group that we can build each other up, we can be vulnerable, to pray together, whatever that may look like, and ultimately just build community together. Um, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk with Brad about the best way to, to start it and all that kind of stuff, so we'll be providing more information there. Um, but yeah, it's just boxing is how God works through me, and I'm hoping to now continue to help the people of this church, and hopefully it can help you guys as well. Thank you. Morning, everyone. Uh, I was inspired to share with you a couple of times where God gave me complete peace. One of these times was about 18 years ago. Right after being denied the possibility of shared custody of my firstborn son, Zachary. I'm sorry. I was obviously completely undone when I walked out of the courthouse. I looked up and at God and said, I can't do this. I can't handle the pain and the upcoming struggles. And I can honestly say that I heard him say to me in my head, vengeance is mine. 
um, I don't know about you, but I automatically felt if he says vengeance is mine, I'm going to stand out of the way because I don't want to get in the crossfire. So, um, and I, in the same time, automatically felt this incredible peace, this inexplainable peace, sorry, regarding my son. I still feel peace and we still have phone calls. We still have contact. I still have visits, even though he is living in Ottawa. But anyways, we'll talk more another time because I don't want to take the rest of the day. Um, after meeting my husband, Brad, I got reintroduced to God. I started school in massage therapy, and, and soon after I got pregnant with Jeremy. Bad timing. Um, it was around the season of life that I started again getting overwhelmed with different issues and I had to repeat many subjects which meant additional financial stresses and battling with postpartum depression again. And I was on the verge of a burnout. It was here that I was blessed again with peace from God. This time, it was through a vision. Some people may call it sort of like a daydream. To understand this better, can we have the scripture on that? Let's read Matthew 8, verse 23 to 26. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the sea, so that the waves swept up over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. And the disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up, and he rebuked the winds and the waves. Then it was completely calm. Now, that vision that I received was similar. The difference is that I was standing amongst the apostles, panicking, saying, don't you care that we're going to drown? Here's another difference. In this vision, Jesus sat up and looked directly at me, tapping on the space next to him, inviting me to sit next to him. Once I did, he put his arms around my shoulder and said, I've got you. The moment this happened, I can attest that whatever panic or other overwhelming feelings that I had dissolved. It was the type of peace that replenishes strength, faith, and hope. This is what God wants for us all. He wants us to be encouraged, and he wants for us to know that this peace is there for all. I pray that we each find this level of peace in Jesus' name. Thank you, God.
Thanks again for being a part of this message from Hillside Church. We pray that God was able to speak to you through what was shared. We're so grateful to be able to share God's word with our church community and family. And that includes you. And we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hillside Airdrie. You can contact us through email at info at hillsideairdrie.ca. Or you can go to hillsideairdrie.ca and click on contact us from the main menu. Or you can find our pastoral team contact by clicking on our pastors from the Our Church drop-down menu. Our vision for everyone that shares in Hillside Church is that they would know God, know his hope, know his purpose, and know his power in their lives. And we pray this message ministered to you. At Hillside Church, we're a family not by blood, but a family that's been bought by blood. As family we go. Sometimes you gotta praise in the prison, cry out to heaven, shout to the door, swing wide. Sometimes you gotta stand on your shine.